Hey, what's up? Welcome to another day, another show. It's Wednesday, February 16th, 2022. It's First Thing with Kevin Mano. Today is National Britney Spears Apology Day. I just made that up, but it should be. This is the anniversary of the day she shaved her head and got a tattoo. It happened on this date in 2007. We pushed her there. All of us, the media especially, we know that now. We should have listened to that Leave Britney Alone kid. Uh, so for the uh, way we collectively mistreated Britney for, for all those years, we are sorry. Now I'm All right, we always start with the top stories. President Biden spoke yesterday and delivered a message to the citizens of Russia. He said that the U.S. and NATO are not their enemy. He again offered a path of diplomacy over violence, hoping to avoid a war. And he used the opportunity to let Americans know of some of the hardships that may come our way if war does break out, including soaring energy prices. It is reported that Moscow has pulled some of their troops back from the Ukraine border, so we will keep watching. Uh, Remington Arms just agreed to pay $73 million in a settlement with Sandy Hook families. This comes more than seven years after the families initially filed the lawsuit. This is the first time a gunmaker has been held liable for a mass shooting. On to sports, your daily Olympic update. We managed to get our hands on a gold, a silver, and a bronze yesterday. The gold and silver came in men's free ski slope style, and our speed skating team is skating back home with that bronze. The U.S. is third currently with 19 medals, and according to a new survey of 1,000 people, 9% of people uh, say the Olympics should allow performance-enhancing drugs. That seems like a a high number, 9%. Uh, And while we're on the subject of the Olympics, one of the greatest of all time is doing a double back handspring all the way to the altar. Is that even a move? I didn't bother looking it up. It sounds good to me. Uh, Simone Biles just announced that she is engaged to her boyfriend of nearly two years, Jonathan Owens. He plays football for the Houston Texans. They actually met on a dating app, which is funny. Uh, I've got the engagement photos posted in our Instagram stories. Their height difference is uh, its fantastic. He's on a knee, and he's just about as tall as her. It's cute. Congrats, guys. Uh, And we just found out that the Super Bowl on NBC was the most watched show in five years, over a 112 million viewers tuned in. That's a 13% increase from last year. That's a lot of people. I understand why his knees were weak and his arms were heavy. All right, a few entertainment headlines for you this morning. Bob Saget's family filed a lawsuit to block the release of any more materials relating to his death. This includes reports, audio and video messages, photographs, etc. They also want that stuff to be exempt from public records requests. In a statement, they said that uh, if that stuff was circulating, it would cause them, quote, irreparable harm in the form of extreme mental pain, anguish, and emotional distress. Uh, And I'm only talking about this one because it's going around and I I don't like it, okay? I saw a bunch of headlines that Sophie Turner and Joe Jonas might be expecting another baby, but it's all based on photos of them. They're out and Sophie is touching her stomach and people on Twitter were like, OMG, she's pregnant. Stop. No, never speculate about that. If you see a clickbait headline about this, just know that it's, it's nothing. Uh, And in cool young couple news, I've got two for you. Frances Bean Cobain, she's the daughter of Kurt Cobain and Courtney Love. She's dating Tony Hawk's son, Riley. uh, And Kate Hudson's son, Ryder, is dating Judd Apatow and Leslie Mann's daughter, Iris. All right, on the movie and TV news, I have a bunch here. We'll start with movies. Do you remember that tragedy on the set of the movie Rust? Back in October, Alec Baldwin was holding a gun on set that should have never been loaded with a live round. It went off. Cinematographer Helena Hutchins was shot, and she lost her life. Well, yesterday, her family announced a wrongful death lawsuit against Alec Baldwin and all the others involved. Their lawyers claimed that everyone responsible disregarded, quote, 15 industry standards for the use of guns on set. And it has since come out that a camera operator working on the film sent a text warning the producers days before the accident, claiming the practices were, quote, super unsafe. 
Uh, Spider-Man just keeps on climbing. It officially passed Avatar to become the third highest grossing film ever here in the States. Uh, the Valentine's Weekend gave it a nice little boost. I need to see that movie. I still haven't seen it. Sonic 3 is officially in development over at Paramount, as is a spin-off series of the character Knuckles. Big moves over there. Sonic 2 isn't even out yet. It comes out in April. Uh, Idris Elba makes his debut as Knuckles in the upcoming film, and he will reprise that role in this new series. Last month, I mentioned the sequel to A Christmas Story. Peter Billingsley is coming back for it. He was Ralphie in the original. He's all grown up now. Well, we just got word that four more actors from that classic are back for it. His brother, Randy, his two friends, Flick and Schwartz, and the school bully, Scott Farkas. He's coming back. I can't believe those actors were all available for it. Huh? Uh, there's a new SpongeBob movie in the works, as well as three movies set in the SpongeBob universe. Chris Pine and his Star Trek crew are reuniting for another one. The last one they made was Star Trek Beyond in 2016, and they're coming back. The release is slated for December of next year. And my friends, I am pumped for this new Chippendales movie. I'm not talking about the, uh, the male dancers. I'm talking about the Rescue Rangers. I was a fan when I was a kid, and now there's a new movie coming to Disney Plus with the voices of John Mulaney and Andy Samberg as Chippendale. It 100% looks fantastic. I can't wait to see this. The trailer just came out. It's up in our Instagram stories right now. Uh, and getting into TV news, Stranger Things fans have been anxiously awaiting this upcoming fourth season, and we just got an update in an unexpected place. David Harbour, he stars as Hopper on the show. He was being filmed at a basketball game. He was up on the big screen, and he used that brief moment in the spotlight to send a message to the world. He was he was actually sitting with Noah Schnapp, who's also on the show, and David held up his phone uh, and typed out on it. It said, ST4 is coming soon, promise. How I Met Your Father was just picked up by Hulu for a second season. Uh, even though so many people were all about the Super Bowl, on Sunday, Euphoria managed to bring in more viewers than ever before. 5.1 million people tuned in for the hit HBO show. That's a 20% increase over the previous week's episode. This thing is just getting bigger. China recently made news for censoring the end of the movie Fight Club, and they are back at it this time with Friends. Yeah, the show just got a re-release over there, and I guess Ross's ex-wife Susan isn't gay in China. They got rid of all that, and the gang never has, you know, grown-up time. Any suggestion to it is removed. So what, they just completely cut Joey out of the show? On TV today and tonight, the Olympics continue on NBC. They've got your coverage. Today, we'll see Michaela Schifrin compete in the women's combine. It'll be her final medal attempt at these games. Kanye's three-part documentary called Genius. It's uh, spelled two different words there. Genius is now out on Netflix. It's about his life and career. It's been filmed over the last two decades. A lot of footage here. I Can See Your Voice is on Fox tonight. Celebrity Big Brother is on CBS. And the second season finale of The Chase is on ABC. All right, lots of music news here, too. You know who Jack Antonoff is? If you don't know his name, you probably know his face. And if you don't know his face, you know his music. He's in the band Fun. He's also one of the top producers in, in the biz. He's done tons with Taylor Swift and Lord and Lana Del Rey and the Chicks. It's a long list. Well, his newest collaborator is Zoe Kravitz. She's currently writing and recording her debut solo album, and she's got the best around to help her with it. Not sure when we'll get the album, but we will see her as Catwoman in The Batman on March 4th. Sometimes I forget that Nick Cannon makes music, but he has a new song called Alone, which is apparently all about Mariah Carey and how much he misses her. Uh, he even samples one of her old songs in the track. As California eases up on COVID restrictions, Coachella and Stagecoach just announced that they're dropping all vaccine, testing, and masking requirements from the shows. Coachella is scheduled for April. It'll be the first in three years. And on a related note, since California loosened their rules, Disneyland made some changes too. They lifted their indoor mask mandate for vaccinated guests. Woohoo! Just don't cough on me! 
V from BTS just revealed that he is positive for COVID. He's got some mild symptoms. He is the fifth member of the group to get it in the last three months. Get well soon, V. Uh, yesterday was Megan the Stallion's birthday, and she celebrated by launching a foundation in honor of her parents. The Pete and Thomas Foundation is a nonprofit organization focused on uplifting and assisting women, children, senior citizens, and underserved communities in Houston, Texas, and across the world. Oh, and by the way, I said yesterday was her birthday. Today is the weekend's birthday, and I looked it up. He was born on a Friday, so his name checks out. We just found out that Chris Stapleton, Kelsey Ballerini, Walker Hayes, Maren Morris, and Thomas Redd are among the many performers we'll see at the ACMs next month. Willie Nelson just canceled a handful of indoor shows, quote, until the COVID situation improves. Trace Adkins will be singing the national anthem at Sunday's Daytona 500. Uh, and I've got another music festival lineup for you. It's posted in our Instagram stories right now. It's Sound on Sound. It's going down in September in Bridgeport, Connecticut. Dave Matthews, the Lumineers, the National Camp, the Head and the Heart, Ziggy Marley. It's a pretty great lineup. It's linked in our Instagram stories. Okay, all right, lots going on today. A few additional headlines before we wrap it up. Prince Andrew and Virginia Jufri have reached an out-of-court settlement in her sexual abuse lawsuit. Uh, the sum of the settlement will not be made public. It was also stated that Prince Andrew plans to make a substantial donation to her charity in support of victims' rights. Uh, and while we're on the Royals, I saw this headline before bed last night, and I, I really thought I dreamt it. It's real, though. Queen Elizabeth is reportedly releasing a fragrance for dogs. It's called the Happy Hounds Dog Cologne, and it smells like coastal walks. Is she just trying to avert attention from the Prince Andrew situation? Just like, hey, everybody, look over here at this uh, dog cologne. Uh, more bad news for the planet. I'm sorry. A new report says that U.S. sea levels will rise as much in the next 30 years as they did in the past 100 years. Sea levels will rise one foot along U.S. coastlines by 2050 because of climate change. That's not good. Tickets for a 90-minute Virgin Galactic space flight go on sale today for $450,000. If you're not good for it yet, the down payment is just a third of that, just $150,000. Virgin Galactic is Richard Branson's company, by the way. And another rich guy interested in space just did some good. Elon Musk donated $5.7 billion in Tesla shares to charity. This actually happened last November and was just revealed in a filing to the U.S. Securities and Exchange Commission. This makes him the second biggest U.S. donor in 2021. He's only behind Bill and Melinda Gates, who gave $15 billion last year. I know this is a hard habit to break for a lot of people, but a new report says we should never drink old water from a reusable soft plastic water bottle. Water that has been sitting in one for 24 hours is apparently full of chemicals. Uh, and scientists in Denmark claim they have finally made a non-alcoholic beer that tastes exactly like the real thing. They developed a new method in the fermentation process and they call it a game changer. They hope to have it out for public consumption by October. I like that this is what the scientists in Denmark are working on. Nice job. All right, I always leave you with a bit of positivity and with a happy one. This is a medical story. A woman here in the U.S. just became the first woman to be cured of HIV. She's the third patient so far and the first woman. She received a stem cell transplant from a donor who is naturally resistant to the AIDS-causing virus. This is such a huge deal that will affect so many people around the globe. Her case was part of a larger study that aims to follow 25 people with HIV as they undergo this transplant. So more and more cases will continue to come out and we are that much closer to a cure. The show is over now. Yes. 
It is the end of the show. Hey, if you post about this podcast in your Instagram stories, make sure you tag the show at First Thing Pod on Instagram. I'll repost a bunch of those today, but I can't do it if you don't tag me. All right, at First Thing Pod. Uh, oh, and hi to Camden and Carter. They listen every day. I, I know they're out there telling their friends about the show. They're the street team, so I appreciate them. And I appreciate you. Thanks for being a part of it. I'm out the door. I am back. Manana. First thing, I'll talk to you then. Please tell your friends about this show.